Welcome to the Build Your Life Coaching Biz podcast, where you get to learn how to become a professional life coach and start an online coaching business from scratch. I'm your host, Krista Kathleen, a professional certified coach and spiritual business mentor. In 2016, I got divorced and left my full-time job as a registered nurse and decided to bravely answer my calling of becoming a life coach so I could help to change lives as I traveled around the world. And now I wanna help you discover your purpose too. Having the freedom and flexibility to be your own boss and make as much money as you want right from your laptop will be one of the best gifts you ever give to yourself, your family, and the world. In these episodes, I'll give you real coaching combined with proven strategies and spiritual practices in order to help build your dream coaching business that feels perfect for you. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Build Your Life Coaching Biz podcast. I have our guest, Nu Vang, on today. She is the scholarship winner for the Spring 2023 Born to Coach Training Academy class. And she has so graciously agreed for me to interview her either like every month or every couple of months throughout the seven month program. So that way, um, we all can really be on this journey with her as she trains to become a PCC level professional coach and, you know, just what the experience is like, the ups and downs of becoming a professional coach, starting a coaching business, you guys get the behind the scenes look and journey Mm -hmm. of what this wild ride is like. So welcome new. So glad to have you back on the podcast. How's your morning going so far? Uh, it's going good. Thank you. Yeah, I went for a nice walk this morning. So it's really nice a way to start my morning. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And you are in California near Sacramento, right? Yes. Uh huh. I don't I never remember the exact town you're in. But I just remember <laughs> you always saying it's near Sacramento. Yeah, it's Shingle Springs. Shingle Springs. Okay. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. All right. So we're just going to dive right in today. So you are about two months into your Born to Coach Training Academy experience. So what has the experience been like for you so far inside the academy? Well, it's, I have so many um, positive thoughts about it. Like just to explain it in one word, I, I just feel like it's hard, but yeah, like I love it. It's it's what I look forward to every week because I just feel like now I have some tools and like, um, you know, I'm being taught and then I also get to practice and I just feel like I've never felt so excited for to attend class like ever. And this is like the first time that I, I yeah, like look forward to going to class and like, I just enjoy being there and I move my schedule around to, you know, accommodate it. And yeah, so I love it. It's, it's giving me a lot more confidence, Um, even though, you know, we're just a little like two months in Um, and confidence because I have, um, you know, what, what you're teaching us, like what you're having us uh, practice and just you demonstrating like the skills as well. It's really helpful to see. And then, um, you know, also try that, but then also add my own little spin to it. So it's been really, really good. I I love it. 
Oh, good. And I, it makes my heart so happy to hear that you look forward to classes each week. That's how yeah. I felt when I was going through coach training. And I would always like open up my calendar and look at my schedule and be like, oh, coach training classes today. And yeah. it was like, yeah, it was like the one time that I actually look forward to going to school. Mm -hmm. um, and I've heard a lot of other students in the academy say that too. So that makes me happy that you like being yeah. in class each week. Mm -hmm. Very cool. And so I'm sure there's a lot of different parts you love about coach training, but like, what is your most favorite part you love so far? Oh man. Um, I really love the coaching labs because it's one thing to just sit and learn and watch others, you know, and then having the opportunity to coach, you know, and use the skill that um, you learn is like, it that's what builds my confidence and build that muscle of and train my brain to actively listen and ask questions so definitely the coaching lab is like my favorite but I also really like that um that game that we play at the beginning what do you call it I think what? I just call it the coaching warm-up game yeah yeah where <laughs> we um, get to ask questions, practice asking questions. So to get into the mindset of a coach, like I love that game because it's also just as effective because we have to think of, we have a real life situation and we have to put on our coach um, hat on and think of a question to really help that person in the, in the moment. So I also really enjoy that. So like, the, I guess the, the application of it is my favorite. That's why it's the coaching lab. And then the asking the coaching warm-up yeah yeah so I'll just let our audience know what the coaching skills labs are so um, three weekends out of the month and right now for this class it's on Sundays we the class meets for two hours on my zoom line and we it's like you said, new, where every week we're learning a new coaching skill set, we're reviewing the ICF core competencies, and then we get to put it into practice in the skills lab because just watching something is, I mean, you know, because you're a teacher, right? Like that's mm -hmm. one way to learn, but then the most effective way to learn is to be able to immediately put it into practice, use that, that kinesthetic technique, do that yeah. hands-on learning. And so yeah. And so one of the things we do at the beginning of the skills lab is we do the coaching warm up game where we have one of the students bring a coaching request and then all, everyone gets to practice asking coaching questions. So it's one question at a time. They have to be open ended. And um, I always say at the beginning, no one can give any advice. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, so it, it really yeah helps you to step into that coaching mindset and it's cool because the person who brings the request gets free coaching. And it's it's just really neat to see like everything that we're learning during the week, you get to actually like, yeah, put it into practice right there. And then following that, we always do a group demo. So like right now we're learning how to form the coaching agreement and, you know, the types of questions to ask to break down your client's topic. And then we do, we go into breakout rooms and then everyone gets partnered and they get to practice it individually. And yeah, I always love the end of skills lab because everybody is always like so buzzy and talking and their mood and their energy is lifted. And I just like seeing all you guys get to actually 
put, you know, the coaching into action right away. Yeah. Mm hmm. Cool. And so I think I already know what you're going to say for this next one, but uh, what do you feel like is the hardest part of learning, or as I like to say, unlearning how to become a professional coach? Yeah. Um, it would be to, to stay in the coaching mode because I'm a teacher. And if I, I like want to teach or like if I see like, you know, if my client brings something that I I know about and that and that I can see, like I think I have the answer that can help them, then like teaching them around that topic as well as giving advice is the most challenging part of it because it's like I'm so used to that. I'm so trained to um conditioned to solve or to yeah solve problems um especially when people like are coming to me and asking you know sharing that they're going through this um my automatic reaction is like okay like here's how I can help you like let me help you you know so I I put my thoughts and my opinions right and my experience into that space um and trying not to do that has been the most challenging but because I've been very very intentional about it I feel like I've been a lot better. I've gotten a lot better just over the past couple of weeks. So yes, I'm very proud of myself for that. I I thought at the beginning that was going to be very hard. Um but it's actually it's actually easier than I expected. Um but yeah, that's what I would say I struggle with the most. Yeah, and I had a I had a feeling that's what you're gonna say because that's usually what most new coaches struggle with, and and myself included. And I still, um, you know, seven years later, still struggle with this on some level of like you said, staying in that coaching mindset the entire time mm-hmm. you're coaching your client, and especially if you come into the training with a previous like type of background or a certain type yeah. of college, like you know, I was a nurse, you're a teacher. Um, you know, we want to bring those, those roles in with us because that's how our brain is trained, but coaching is so different as you know, you're finding out from any other type of role out yeah. there and we want it to be different. Cause that's why people hire coaches. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, yeah, it can be so hard for our brains sometimes. And so it's so easy to, yeah. Want to like, Oh, I want to, I want to teach them something new, or I want to give them advice or fix them or, or give them solutions. And, yeah. and that's not what coaching is. And, and I know that you had a big breakthrough in one of our classes, because we talked about, you know, kind of how can you combine teaching and coaching together? Mm-hmm. Uh, because you, you love teaching. And I, I myself, am a teacher too. And I love teaching as well. And um, I think that it's important to make space for many different roles that we're passionate about. And Um, I think the ICF did a study and said that like 93% of coaches will provide other roles in Mm -hmm. coaching experiences and packages. And so like, for example, we talked about if you want to teach, you know, your clients something new, you can give them documents or videos before you meet with them or after you meet with them. Um, I know like one of um, my clients, she, she also was like, I really want to teach my clients. And I said, well, how about you create YouTube videos 
And mm-hmm. she wants to teach about like moon cycles and spirituality. And I was like, well, how about you create, bit, you know, YouTube videos about around popular topics that you, your clients are struggling with or asking for help around. And then after the coaching session, you can send them those videos, at, you know, as additional resources. And then that way you're not muddying up the coaching session, but you're still able to teach and, and provide them additional resources. And so knew what, like, kind of what was the breakthrough or the realization you had for yourself around how can I still provide teaching like while offering a coaching package? Yeah. Um, I really liked that, that just the reframe of, um, you can still, t- that I can still teach, um, as a coach. Cause I think before that I was like, I can't, I can't teach anymore. Like I just have to coach. And like, I felt very, um, uh, restricted in that way. But after talking during that class, I, yeah, it provided me the reframe that, yeah, like I, my coaching business doesn't have to just be coaching. It can include like, um, like I, I do master classes, right? I could do like master classes on the side. Um, I could, um, I have my marketing, so I could teach through that and mark and then be, have it be part of my marketing, um, be part of my, um, Instagram, which is my main, um, uh, where I hold my business for now. Like if I have, I have a YouTube channel as well. Um, I also have a podcast so I could, that's where I would teach. And so seeing, being able to allow myself to express myself in all these different, um, ways through these different channel avenues, right? Like podcasts, YouTube, um, my Instagram, and then the actual coaching session, it really freed up the, the creativity in me. I feel like, I am like unleashed and I feel a lot more free to, yeah, to, to do everything. Cause um, before I felt more restricted because of my, the, the way I was thinking about it, but with the reframe of no, like there's a time and place for teaching um, and there's a time and place for coaching. And so that really, really helped me. And I do feel like, because when I was thinking, oh, I only have to coach, I felt like I was doing a disservice to my clients, my future clients. But now, you know, I've allowed myself to, you know, teach outside of the coaching um, container, Um, then that really feels complete. It feels good, you know, that like, I can offer um, my clients resources outside of our class, um, as part of um, working with me as you know and having me as their coach and so I I really like that because like after that then I started like having these ideas of like when I do actually start um you know uh promoting and like um looking for clients I I'm starting to think of like different ways I can package my you know coaching packages and stuff like that and that would include both coaching and a little bit of my teaching in there to provide like you know um information um on mindset and like um somatics and the things that I love to do as well so yeah I feel really good after that reframe and I feel like um I feel like I don't know, I just feel um, free to, and that like I can express all of who I am and not feel like I can only coach and I can only be a coach. Yeah. Yeah. I hear so much relief and ease in your voice than like a couple of weeks ago when I know Mm -hmm. that, yeah, you're trying to figure this out and absolutely like there's, 
such a big part of you that's a teacher, like I said, myself as well. And yeah, you want to feel like you have the freedom to express that. And, and teaching is such an act of service and such a beautiful gift to give to others. So finding creative ways to combine that in your offerings. I think it's such a great idea. I also think it makes the coaching more valuable as well, mm -hmm. right? Like coaching alone is really valuable. Someone wanted to just, you know, like offer like a three month coaching package and 12 sessions and support coaching in between, like that's mm -hmm. great on its own. But then if you want to throw in, like you get, you know, six modules and then you get yeah. like, mindset exercises and you can like kind of throw in those other like juicy offerings I think it just like is like the cherry on the top for yeah. making a really awesome transformational you know package to offer people yeah mm -hmm. yeah cool okay and then what is something surprising that you've learned about yourself so far when learning to becoming a coach um, I might have mentioned this, um, in our first, uh, time we, um, did the podcast, but I think it's still, I realize how much, um, I wanted to, um, solve people's problems for them and how that has brought like so much stress and worry into my life because I'm, I'm taking on the responsibility and I wasn't really consciously aware of that before um, until like you know until this class and um, training and really seeing the other side of it and seeing that other people have the power have the knowledge and have what actually would work for them instead of me over here trying to solve their problem from like my brain right my lived experiences um so yeah that was the most um shocking and surprising and helpful realization that I had about myself and I've now that I'm conscious of that I definitely have like shifted away for that from that slowly I still recognize that like I still try to to um you know I I noticed the urge to do so but with that awareness I've been more um conscientious around oh like you know let me just not like no you know not jump in there and like save them you know I think I did a lot of saving and I wasn't aware of that and but now I am and I think it's a lot more it's a lot better for the other person anyway and also better for me because you know less stress less worry like I don't feel responsible if like something good or bad happens um you know through through me trying to help them then like if I tell them oh you should do this and they go and do it and it doesn't turn out well then I would like blame myself but and they would probably also you know blame me and so I just feel like it's it's just a lot better all in all to to empower others to make uh, you know to take control of their life and to empower them to find the solutions and and then take ownership of um how their life turns out and I'm just really there to guide them so yeah um I think I answered your question right <laughs> yeah, that's a big one um and that's something that a lot of 
you know, new coaches are also working with, struggling with, learning how to do, again, myself included. And yeah, we put so much pressure on ourselves to get people results, fix them, save them, give them the perfect solution or advice or answer. And uh, really, when we do that, we're 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 interfering with the process. It's it's almost like the caterpillar in the cocoon, mm. right? And yeah. when it's in the cocoon, it's growing, it's resting, it's transforming. And if we try to like rip open the cocoon, it's gonna die. It's not gonna turn yeah. into a butterfly. And so I see that happening with a lot of coaches as well as where we think that, oh, we're helping people by, yeah, let me jump in. Let me fix you. Let me tell you what to do. Um, and when really we need to lean back and we need to give space for the other person to rise and to step into their power and realize their greatness, realize the tools they already have inside of them and and the resources available to them and that we're not supposed to do that work for them because if we do that's taking away their confidence and their self-esteem and it's just it's a really hard thing to learn and I do feel like it takes years and years of training to really be able to not only understand it but embody it energetically Mm -hmm. too and it is definitely a more advanced coaching skill, but it makes me mm-hmm. happy that like you're already getting the awareness of like where you saw yourself doing it previously. And now you're starting to see how to shift that. So that way you can serve your clients even better. Yeah. Like I just have to have that going into the ses- session, just have that intention and that trust that my, my client got this, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. One of the greatest things you can do for your clients is trusting them. Trust that mm-hmm. they'll they'll figure it out, they'll find the answer, and that y- you can guide them and you know ask the questions and listen. But you you literally cannot do the work for them; they have to do the work themselves. Just as I always give the the analogy is like the personal trainer. When you go mm-hmm. to the gym, the personal trainer does not do the exercises for you. Yeah. The personal trainer is doing the exercises for you. <laughs> you're you're not going to get strong. Your muscles aren't going to mm-hmm. grow. You're not going to lose weight. It's the same yeah. with coaching. If the coaching's doing all the work for right. the client, you're you're not going to develop. You're not going to grow. So, yeah. Um, and I like how you, I think you told us that um, it's going. It's not only hard for us. It's probably going to be hard for our clients too to use a different part of their brain that they were never really challenged to use. So I think also understanding that it's hard for them to like maybe have to think about it really deeply and instead of just saying I don't know you know because that's such a default of like I don't know I don't know what to do you know oh yeah I'm, I always tell you guys I'm like I want your clients brains to be exhausted by <laughs> your session <laughs> like if they're not exhausted they did not work hard enough right yeah. because you're right it is it's a lot of work to start to think for yourself in these new ways. You're right. Cause it's so easy to default to like, yeah, I don't know how to do this. I'm stuck. I'm mm-hmm. a victim. This sucks. Everyone else has it figured out. Like, right. Like, and yeah. you're like putting an end to that. And you're like, no, you can do this. We're going to help you figure this out. We're going to do yeah. this together. And, um, and yeah, they're literally using a new part of their brain. They're rewiring their brain. Um, it's energetically exhausting, but it's also going to get them to a new place in their life. And it's a very beautiful process. Yeah. Um, okay. My next question for you is 
So I, you know, I sent you the list of questions ahead of time and you're probably like, Krista, why, why are you going to ask me this question? But I think it's really important to talk about failing on, uh-huh. on the way towards the, you know, the success journey. And, and a lot of people don't realize that failing is important. It's a big part of success. It's an important part of becoming a coach and starting a coaching business. So I would like to hear from you. What do you feel like you failed at recently? Um, do you want it to be related to coaching or just life in general? I mean, you can tell me if, if <laughs> whatever you think is important to share on the podcast and, and what our listeners need to hear, that's what needs to be shared. Um, yeah, recently I've been really, um, like I have a human design business reading, reading business going on. And before that, I also um, have like a self-love online course that I have. And I think my, one of the most recent, um, I guess, failures along the way is that is when I launched my uh, first course and that was my first like ever offer. Um, It didn't like no one bought right and I and no one and still to this day like there's no sales um on that course and I think um but like so that that in a sense is a failure right but I've learned from that of like why it probably didn't sell and I kind of assessed um yeah just assessed the situation on how around like that time what I was doing for it to to promote it and market it and all that stuff um and I think just running an online business in general is like sometimes I feel like I'm failing because like people are not reaching out to me or like people uh are not liking my posts um or whatnot and sometimes those feel like failure um if I if I see it that way. So I guess, I guess what I'm trying to say is, um, <laughs> is like, I don't, um, I don't know, maybe like failure to me is like when something doesn't go according to my plan, right? Like my plan was like, oh, I launched my online course and um, at least one person buys and there and no no one bought so I I feel like in that I failed um but that didn't um that didn't stop me like I kept going um but was there a second part to your question of like what else I failed like no. other than like what has failed No, I think you answered it so perfectly. And I really appreciate you being brave and courage Mm -hmm. to talk about, you know, your failures. And that can be something that's really hard to talk about. And I failed the first time I designed an online course, like the same as you knew, no one bought it. And I was so embarrassed and I put like so much work into it. And Mm -hmm. what I've kind of like learned over the years is that really the first time you ever do something new, it's probably not going to go that well. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, I've, I've just stopped. Like anytime now I do something new for my business, like it's a, a brand new idea, a brand new offering. Like I literally have zero expectations because I'm like, I've never done this before. I have no idea if it's going to work or not, but something inside me says that I have to do it. So there must be, you know, something I'm going to learn from it, or mm. uh, maybe I just have to get this idea out of the way first so I can go on to the next thing. Right. So, mm -hmm. I, yeah, something that I really teach people is like, yeah, the, the first time you do anything new, like just go in with no expectations because then you can't fail. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and then, I mean, like you could just be proud of yourself. Like, oh my gosh, I made an online course, right? Like so yeah. many people say they want to make an online course and they never do. Um, mm -hmm. So, I mean, in that way, you've already you've already succeeded. You've already won. And I'm sure you're going to, you're a teacher, right? Like yeah. you're, you're, you're such a motivated, passionate businesswoman. You're going to probably make lots of online courses, but maybe you had to get this first one out of the way to learn mm -hmm. what doesn't work and get the kinks out and all that. Or maybe, you know, you just like go back to the drawing board with this course and you revamp yeah. a few things, you tweak a mm -hmm. few things, and then it might take off from there. Like there's just so many different options. Um, yeah. But I do think the most important lesson here with failure is that failure really is a sign of success because if you fail, that means you tried something. That means right. you put yourself out there, right? Like you actually took the time and the energy and the risk to make a course and that in itself, you know, needs to be celebrated. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 So yeah, we'll... That you know what I'm going to start doing. So at the beginning of every life coach training class, I always ask everybody like, you know, share a win. What's something you oh, want yeah. to brag about yourself? I think I'm going to actually start asking people to share their failures now moving yeah. forward. Um, so that way we can all start to have a healthy relationship with failing and mm -hmm. just get used to failing and know that like, if you, if you plan on being a successful coach and making a lot of money and helping a lot of yeah. people, like you're going to have to fail. Lots, yeah. lots of times to get there right yeah and I think the more we get used and comfortable to it, it like it communicates to our nervous system that like it's not the end of the world <laughs> and then we can keep on going and it'll just you know I think we've just been at least for me I've been just so conditioned to fear failure you know so like I do my best to avoid it and then because it's, it's like this scary thing but the more I kind of like brief befriend it in a way. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's not, not, not so bad, you know? Yeah, I like that befriending feeling. And I even mm -hmm. thought too, I was like, oh, you could add your um your course as like a bonus for your coaching package or something like that. Like, right. Yeah. There's there's so many other different ways to sell and use things that maybe didn't, you know, sell or turn out the way you thought it would. So that's just mm -hmm. an idea. No. I've definitely thought of that because especially for clients who come to me who have like a lot of like because it's on self-love a lot of those challenges like I in in the course I teach a lot so I, that would be like perfect background for them you know so that when they come to the uh, sessions they already have like knowledge that like we can work off of so I definitely have thought of that totally. yeah. yeah like if I saw a coach that was offering a coach, like a personal coaching package with them. And then they're like, Ooh, and you get a bonus and you get this like course that I made on self-love. I would be like, fuck. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I want that. That's amazing. Like what a cool offer. So that's, that's something that would personally get me really excited to sign up with the coach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. My last question for you is, as you probably know, we both know being entrepreneurs, having our own businesses that sometimes it can be really hard and demotivating to keep moving forward and, and showing up and working on your business, especially if you experience failures or like you said, you feel like people aren't commenting on your posts. So what keeps you motivated to keep working on your coaching business each week now? Um, I go back to my why. Um, and I think about why I go back and think about why I started. And I, I go back to who I was because I'm, I'm becoming who I want, um, who I wished I had when I was going through my tough times. So I would just, I think it's really easy for me to go back to that version of me who was like stuck and feeling lost, feeling like no, like there's no one out there to help me. And I know that there's a lot more of those people out there, especially in my, like my in my mom community. So I feel like I may be experiencing like lows in my business, but it's nothing compared to, you know, what I was experiencing back then. And just thinking about like all the people who, are waiting for me to share my voice, share my magic, share like offer to help them and reach them in some capacity. Um, so that keeps me going because um, even though I don't see them in the like immediate, you know, like right now, like with technology and everything, it's like, what if they're just not getting my message? What if it's, I'm, not, I'm not appearing on their feed, you know? What if I just haven't met them yet? So it's not like they don't want my help or they don't need my help. It's just like I I haven't reached them yet in the time. So if I give up now, then they'll never see me, you know? I'll never be, and they'll never receive my help. Um, so I think of it in that way so that like, even though I have hard times where, I feel like no one wants my help or like I'm not what I'm doing isn't important and doesn't matter then I just go back to like the old version of me as well and yeah and then from usually from there I get really motivated and really connected back to my why like to the emotions of it and then I have like a helping heart so I'm like oh no you know like um it, re- it usually like helps me get that motivation back and that trust that um, and that realization that what I'm doing is important. It's more than just metrics and, um, you know, numbers. So, yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. That's, I mean, it truly is the best way to keep, the best way to keep yourself motivated is to, yeah, frequently revisit your why or put it somewhere where you can see it every day. And it is so much more than metrics and, external validation and numbers. And it is about all the people you're going to reach or the people you're already are reaching. And a lot of times we don't know. Yeah. We don't know who's watching our stuff or finding our stuff or whose life is being changed from our work. Mm -hmm. And we just have to trust that the right people will find it and that we just have to keep going and keep showing up and right. Collaborating with our higher power and, Mm -hmm. you know, saying yes to our, our bigger purpose in life and yeah. creating and all, all the things you're doing, like you're doing it right. And, 
And, and I know you said earlier too, like, you know, people aren't reaching out to you yet. And like in the beginning, like people weren't really reaching out to me yet either when they didn't really know who I was at first, but then mm-hmm. after they consistently kept seeing me show up in different ways and, and serve and help, like people did start reaching out and, and mm-hmm. now that, you know, I barely have to reach out to anyone anymore. Like people all over the world find my YouTube videos and my podcast episodes and they reach out to me and they schedule calls with me, which is really cool, but it took years to get to that Mm -hmm. place. Um, but you know, if you are consistent, um, it will happen and the right people do the right people always find you. And so, yeah, that's, thank you for sharing that. And hopefully that kind of helps motivate our audience too, if anybody's struggling right now and just, yeah. Yeah, just revisit your why and keep creating, keep showing up and trust that the the right people are going to find your stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, that's all we have time for today. So thank you so much, New, for letting me interview you. And You're I welcome. can't wait for future episodes and to keep hearing about what your experience is like inside the Born to Coach Training Academy. Yeah, thank you. It's an honor to share and um, I'm excited for the future episodes and to keep sharing my experience because I'm sure it will only get better and better. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. Have a great rest of your day. You too. I'm so grateful that our paths have crossed at this time. And if you're ready to up-level your coaching skill set and learn how to confidently coach at the transformational PCC level in order to help your clients get bigger breakthroughs and better results, then join our Born to Coach Training Academy at buildyourlifecoachingbiz.com forward slash certification. Thank you.